0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 10th episode of Kiln. My name is Micah Gallardo. This is a podcast about creativity, creative habits, productivity, and discipline. Today I have a very special guest with me, Jordan from Made the White Clothing. Jordan.
1: Hello, hello. Excited going to on? be here. How you doing? Pretty good. How about you?
0: I'm doing well. It warmed up, thank the Lord. Yeah. It's been very chilly over here the last couple of days, and me coming from Southern California was a little bummed when I got over here, and it was cold, and I had to bundle up and I didn't like that. <laughs> but um, it's warm, and it's a beautiful day out. It's Sunday, and uh, church is today. It's a good day. It's yeah. a good day to be doing a podcast. Um, before we get into it, can you explain to people what you do, what your brand is?
1: So yeah, I started the brand April 2020, so kind of when lockdown was starting up, and mm-hmm. you know, I was just sitting on my dad's couch, and I was just, you know, it was like 12 o'clock at night, and I was just listening to worship music and listening to my church and just the Lord kind of gave me a vision to start this brand because Mm -hmm. before I was super insecure I didn't know anything about fashion Mm -hmm. you know go to high school put a hoodie on and just call it a day but the Lord gave me identity and just a way to be creative Mm -hmm. through that and Mm -hmm. just you know now transitioning into a way like how can I spread the gospel you know be creative and just this generation is so creative and I'm just like how can I tap into that yeah 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 um,
0: that's me. Ma- so you said you said April 2020.
1: Yeah. So it's been about a year and a half.
0: Yeah. Almost almost two years now. You're. Yeah. Yeah. You're a couple months from two years. So c- congratulations. Thank That's you. a big deal. That's a huge milestone. That's awesome. OK. Um. So let's we're going to dive right in. You have you always been sort of creative? Have you always been a because you do clothing, but you said you weren't super fashionable in high school. But were you always kind of a creative person?
1: Yeah well sort of in a way cuz i grew up with music whether okay. it was just singing in a car or whatever so i taught myself you know violin when i was 10 and wow. just kind of like when my voice started changing and all that i just picked up singing too mm-hmm. and so you know being able just to sing with my university and mm-hmm. just also sing at my church mm-hmm. just being creative in that way and then mm-hmm. you know picked up fashion and okay. all of that
0: did you did you do um do you do the graphic design for the stuff that you do
1: Yeah, so pretty much 97% of everything that you see on the website that I've designed, you know, that's something I did. That's all you. Yeah. That's
0: very impressive. Um, What what ways, because fashion you said wasn't a direct influence, but it came later. Are there influences from the, the musical part of you that sort of permeate into the brand? Is there any sort of that that's happening?
1: Not necessarily. I would say just the way to be creative and just be free and just the way, you know, to have your own originality and mm-hmm. just a way that you can, you know, express yourself and mm-hmm. just kind of taking like people have seen musical artists and just how they're able to be free and express in their own style. I was just mm-hmm. kinda of like, why not do that for my brand? Yeah. So Yeah,
0: boom. That's that's tweetable right there. Some, somebody should tweet that. Um this this bleeds into the next question, which was what does creative creativity mean to you? I think you hit the nail on the head. Everybody's unique. Everybody's got their own voice like literally and figuratively you you get to music artists everybody's got their own voice, and the brand that you've created is your essentially your own voice, yeah, if you could call it that um when you when you start to look at because you're musically inclined who are who are some of your heroes they don't necessarily have to be musical you can have favorite artists and stuff like that, but I mean I'm talking people who you look up to who you're inspired by who really cause you to do better work those those kinds of like heroes do you have and it can be as many as early as few as you'd like but do you have any heroes
1: i would say aside from music fashion all that probably mlk just okay. being someone person of color especially also going into this business mm-hmm. you know you don't see a lot of like entrepreneurs and stuff people of color and it's just so inspiring mm-hmm. like that he made a way like you know not necessarily through fashion but just a way for diversity and also just like it says in the Bible like all tribes and nations and mm-hmm. how he preached on that and you know just being unified. Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: Is 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 unification something that you I'm getting a little off topic here, but we have a lot of questions, but this was a good tangent. Do you think that unification is something that you're trying to solve? Is that a mission that you're trying to solve?
1: Yeah, definitely, whether it's issues inside of the church mm-hmm. or just fashion like, you know, What type of models we use or just, you know, making sure that everyone is feeling inclusive Mm -hmm. and also that we're representing the Bible and also the bride, Mm -hmm. which is all different backgrounds. Mm -hmm. And just being able to incorporate that and just, you know, for anyone who's felt left out or Mm -hmm. unworthy Mm -hmm. because of color of their skin or whether, you know, they have a lot of money or not. Mm -hmm. It's just reminding them like their identity in Christ and unifying them. Yeah. And we can do that in, you know, this generation just being creative and just really just like you know, making a way for that. Yeah. What,
0: what do you find like our results of good unification? Where do you see
1: that? Places that, like I said, really represent the Bible and what it really stands for. And just, you know, a lot of times as men, we're not perfect. We fall short. And so whenever we lean on our own understanding, that's when we fall instead of leaning on God's understanding, mm. which his understanding and his will is perfect. Mm. And so when we start to look at ourselves and move away from the image of God, that's mm. when we fall short.
0: Mm, very interesting. That is very true. You're, I'm at church right now. You're just <laughs> you're just preaching to me. I'm at church right now. That's great. Um, pertaining, we'll, we'll go back to kind of a little bit about creativity. Um, what sort of, um, what sort of misconceptions around creativity have you, stumbled upon or kind of discovered because creativity is pretty subjective i mean i think we can both agree creativity depends from person to person you're not going to like everybody's work in the same way that not everybody's going to like your work but what are some things maybe through the brand have you found that maybe creativity isn't as maybe mysterious or maybe it isn't as concrete as you thought it was or like what, what are some misconceptions about it that you've kind of stumbled upon
1: Definitely speaking on trendiness, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people are, you know, clinging to what's trendy and, you know, a lot of things can be similar to everything and how, you know, we can be inspired by something, but Mm -hmm. not copy it, have our own style to Mm -hmm. it. So, you know, you can have a trendy tea, but you want to make sure you're authentic to your own style. You can be inspired by something, but not copy it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Is there value sometimes in, is there value in copying something? Is there ever value in copying something?
1: not necessarily. I feel like it's super important to be authentic to authentic to yourself because mm-hmm. you're trying to promote a message. Are yeah. you trying to promote your message or somebody else's message?
0: Mm-hmm. That's that's shh, mic drop. <laughs> that's a that's a good one. Mic drop right there. Um one of the one of the interesting things that as I've been talking to people about that specifically copying because it's it's intriguing when you're starting out because you're like, "Oh, well, this is popular, so if I can do this, then I'll be popular." Right? That's like the first instinct is like well, if I want to be popular, I have to do what's trending. But the opposite is true. If I can do what's not popular, then like, that's what's going to hit. Because it's it's different. It's it's swimming upstream. It's going against the grain. It's yeah. doing something that nobody else is really doing. Um, and I think that's good encouragement for people who are anything. We could music. do You could draw. You could be doing art. You could be singing. You could be doing clothing like you are. And the importance of being authentic and finding your own voice is more important than looking outward and saying, how can I be exactly like this person that's doing that thing? Did you, did you find that difficult when you started?
1: Yeah. Um, there was times where I was just kind of like, okay, you know, I'm inspired by something, but I don't want backlash or people saying you're copying or this. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I was just kind of like, you know what, I'm going to stick to kind of what I do in my mission and mm-hmm. just kind of block everything else out because, there's a lot of claims out there like people saying, you know, whether you start a brand or not, there's always going to be somebody saying you're copying yeah, whatever. Yeah. And so you just kind of have to block out everything and just remember what your mission is and why mm-hmm. you started the brand. Mm-hmm. Cause a lot of times when you build a platform and stuff like that, people will get lost in competition mm-hmm. or pride. And mm-hmm. then you just kind of have to ask yourself, why did I start this? Yeah. Like what is my mission? What is my audience? Forget everything else.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's really important. That's really great. Um, do you, did you have any, after when you started and you're like, the Lord is like, go do this. Did you have any idea that it was going to work or not? I mean, the Lord calls us to things and it's like, okay, I'm just going to go and do like, No, he called Noah to build an ark and Noah was like, okay, I'm going to go build this ark and it took forever. But it ended up serving a purpose. Did you know at the time that it was going to be, maybe as successful as it is now, maybe you can define success for us first. And then did you think that it was going to be as successful as it is now?
1: So kind of just to define success, it's not about how much you make, you know, how many followers you have, what's your status and all that. Mm -hmm. You know, for me that's spreading the gospel, it's like, even if I, you know, get to spread the gospel to one person Mm -hmm. and they're saved, Mm -hmm. that's success. That's huge. Yeah. And so, you know, a lot of times we have to, like, really go back, like I said, to our mission, because we're like, okay, well, we built this following. Now we're prideful or whatever. Like, I made it, but, you know, that doesn't matter. Yeah. At the end.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So w- when you're, is that what motivates you? Though that, that kind of success is what motivates you. When, when have And have people messaged you that kind of stuff? Have you gotten a lot of that in the last couple months?
1: Yeah. So I had a conversation about someone wanting to join my team. And so she was at her very lowest point. Okay. And so she was like, you know, I really want to join your team because I love what you do. And you know, when I was at my low point, you were the first brand with the gospel that I bought mm. and you really changed the perspective of my life. Wow. And so wow. I was like, this is what I do. Like, it's not about how much I can sell, but it's like, if I'm able to show people Christ mm-hmm. through clothing, Mm-hmm. Why not? Just yeah. Why not?
0: Yeah. Cause it, it shows, it's also proof that the the message, I mean, obviously the word of God is very powerful, but like it proves that the mission that you have like works like it, it yeah. proves that, okay. Like I know that this is authentic to me. I'm going to put this on a piece of clothing and I know that this is going to work because I just know I have this intuition in me. And then yeah. you see stuff like that happen and you're like, okay let's keep on moving because if it's going to happen for one person it's probably going to happen for a couple of other people so that's really great um um so when you, so when you started did did you think that it was going to did you think that it was going to work like did you have an inkling of cuz it could have not worked it could have just not happened at all for you so did you have some sort of idea of whether or not it was going to work
1: so when i started the brand you know i was just playing around with words stuff like that because before like growing up as a kid or whatever like for some reason, I had a negative connotation against being an entrepreneur. I was like, "I'm never going to be one." Like, <laughs> really, don't want to do any of that. But like, the Lord changed that. And you know, when I started and bought the domain and just like, you know, went for it, I just didn't know anything. Yeah, I didn't know where to supply the clothing. I didn't uh-huh. know anything, and I was just for the first year, I was just going with the flow. Yeah, like I was figuring out stuff. And like I learned, you know, Photoshop, Illustrator, all of Adobe on myself. Wow. And just, I kind of learned. As I went, mm-hmm. and just the mistakes, and just growing—like I'm still growing. There's still mistakes that I make, mm-hmm. but you know, it's a learning process. Yeah. And I just did not see, you know, myself getting to this point. Kind of like seeing people tag my clothing at Passion. Yeah. And just like that, and yeah. I'm just like, this is crazy.
0: Yeah. This is really crazy. Like for real, this is yeah. just really crazy. And that—that's crazy. So the the first the first year you're in business. You're just, you're literally just failing, failing forward as we, as we'd call it. So you yeah. learned, what did you, you, Photoshop, Illustrator,
1: what else? Um, Just marketing tips, kind of like, yeah. you know, influencers, just how does the whole creative like, you know, community work? How yeah. does networking, how does all of this work? So I was just kind of learning as I go.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And would you give that tip to anybody starting out? Would you, would you tell people just, just go
1: do it? Probably not. Uh, um, why? Kind of more plan out what you do. Yeah. Um, you know, there could be, you know, like I said, success can be, you know, platform status and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it's more importantly the gospel. But when it comes to a business side, um, one of the things that's kind of not really hinder but could have made the growth even bigger mm-hmm. was organization. Mm. There was a lot of organization things like, you know, meetings I would plan in my head instead of plan like on Google Calendar or whatever. Sure, sure. And so there was a lot of things that I could have planned out a lot more better instead of in my head. Mm-hmm. And so if you want to really go into like a business or whatever, kind of have some type of plan because I was super blindsided. Like, you know, when it comes to shipping during holiday season and oh, just my gosh. Such you know, all the, the disputes and stuff like that. Yeah. We could have had more of a plan to ship out before mm-hmm. instead of shipping out the week of Thanksgiving.
0: Sure, something like that. Yeah, that's yeah. good. And and to know that that, that 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 that's like behind the scenes that you don't hear about. Yeah, that's, that's the behind the scenes stuff that when you see like you go and you see Made the Way and you're like, wow, this is great. And you get your shirt and you're like, wow, this is awesome. But there's all these little things that happen behind the scenes that are equally as important as like why you're in business and like how authentically you're you're running your brand is also like we should ship out a couple weeks earlier we should take some pre-orders or you know little things like that that make the experience a little bit better for everybody else so that's good advice plan plan people just get a little bit more organized than you would normally be um can you can you give me like i don't know if you break i don't know what if there's technically rules to the clothing industry because i've tried to do one or two clothing brands, but, um, do you, do you like break any rules in your industry or would you consider yourself breaking any rules in this industry?
1: So I would say when it comes to this industry, (coughs) um, I would say that, you know, stick to your mission, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, like you said, we have a community, but we also have a community of like faith based brands. Yeah. And a lot of times, like I say, I don't want to be a brand that's cliche sure. when it comes to my faith. Sure. So if I'm going to speak about those topics mm-hmm. that churches don't speak about, mm-hmm. I'm going to do that, mm. you know, because my audience is anywhere from 13 to like 25. Okay. And so, you know, you have to figure out your audience. Okay. Are they going to like this, like that? But then I had to realize like a month or two ago, you know, I'm designing things that carry purpose carry mm. mission mm-hmm. that are deep mm-hmm. like you know one of the shirts that i made it says hill broken hearts and at the bottom it says maranatha mm. and it says come, come lord jesus mm-hmm. and so it's like little things like that like if we can incorporate theology or co- incorporate topics that people don't usually talk about in the church mm-hmm. let's do that yeah because i've seen a lot of brands that just put something on a shirt mm-hmm. and just try to sell it
0: yeah and it just doesn't work
1: yeah and yeah. so i want to create a brand that's mission based and deep mm. and the thing about me is I want to be super authentic and I don't just want to be an on- online retailer okay. but I want to go out there serve churches serve ministries even if that means you know with my calling of worship yeah. how can I help y'all lead worship how can I you know serve a booth how can I be a leader for the week for the camp mm-hmm. but you know I want to be more than just my brand but also more importantly a servant for Christ yeah, yeah. So.
0: The the that's really good stuff because the the rule is like oh like just put just put what works like just like you've seen this stuff work people will buy stuff that looks like this just like do that because that's like safe i'm putting this in air quotes you can't see it everybody but that's like safe but the the real the real sort of meaning the the stuff that like you said hits really deep is like stuff that's straight from the word like stuff that's the bible and things that churches don't normally talk about. So as a result, your audience is exposed to some of these concepts that they've probably never been exposed to before. Would you say that? Like, Yeah.
1: yeah. So when it when it comes to breaking the rules, even in the faith-based clothing brands, mm-hmm. breaking rules are topics that people don't talk about. Mm. Like you can always say like, you know, God is great or whatever, but what's the heart behind that? What's the mission behind that? Where are yeah. you trying to get at? Yeah. But if I talk about sins that people don't talk about on the Ooh. shirt,
0: where do we go now? Yeah. And you're like, uh uh-oh. Yeah. People get a little nervous. Yeah, people get a little scared about that. That's really good. Um, When, um, when you're looking at starting a new design for a shirt, and this, this is a good, this is a good little segue because we talked about some of the things that you already enjoy to put on a shirt. Stuff that's a little deeper, stuff that kind of carries the weight of your, of your brand. When you're, designing something how how do you how do you stay away from the cliche stuff what 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 kind of boundaries do you put up to stay you we talked about it at the beginning which is really put up blinders and figure out your why um do you do you like test anything does do you have a way of maybe testing if something's going to work or not
1: so like i was saying i'm inspired by a lot of brands you know i get a lot of inspiration from other brands Mm -hmm. But more importantly, most of the time when I'm designing something, like, okay, I'll pray. I'm like, okay, Lord, what do you want? Mm. I'll more than likely have my Bible open. Okay, like what topic am I going to speak on? Because every shirt, every collection I put out is related on something. So Mm -hmm. I put out a collection called The Beauty of Christ in November. And it was basically... You know, based on Song of Solomon. Okay. And the beauty of the bride and the bridegroom. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's always something that's going to be applicable and something that's in the Bible. Yeah. So everything I put out is a certain thing that's, you know, in the Bible, but also something that I can relate to. Yeah. So this collection that's coming out February 4th mm-hmm. is called, you know, Fight the Sin. Mm. It's called Fight Night. Woo-hoo. So a lot of things that I'm doing is kind of like a boxing ring, but it's also like, you know, you fight your sin, fight the flesh, mm-hmm. fight the temptation. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. things that, I can relate to and speak on too, because I don't want to create things that I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to have that sort of that. And that comes from the passion. Like that's, that's the passion for the brand. Um, As a quick side note, do you, uh, this is, this might sound like an obvious question, but I think we can say at this point, authenticity is key. It's, it's extremely important for any brand. could be clothing. You could be selling a, I don't know, a wallet or a, a phone case or anything but whatever you're selling yeah. like things absolutely 100% have to be authentic how how are ways that because you em you you sort of embody these kinds of things you'd say yeah this this kind of like really raw really like do you wear your heart on your sleeve a lot would you say like are you do you do people kind of know how, how things are going with you just by looking at you
1: yeah for the most part
0: yeah um because one of the interesting things is like, if, if you as the owner are not lining up with anything that your brand is standing for, you start to wonder why this guy's in business. Are you just in business to make money or like what's, what's actually good here? Cause you don't really believe all the stuff that you're putting out or all of that stuff. So I think that a lot of the especially because you've done some in-person things, if I'm remembering correctly, you've done a couple pop-ups and you've yeah. been to some conferences. I think that the strength of your brand is is more because of the fact that you embody a lot of these things and that the authenticity that the brand has is just like bleeds out of you. And as a result, people see the brand and they see you and they're like, oh, those two things go together. Like these two things match up really well. So I think that's, I think that's good advice for people who are looking to start something is start from within. Like, Look inside first. Uh, one of the things that um, I tell people is like like work from the inside out. So so don't start looking like you said at the outside stuff and just start copying things because you're not you're not promoting anything that's happening inside of you because you could be feeling something really valid. You could want to start a you could want to start a clothing brand because you feel. There's a group of people that are underrepresented, and yeah. you you want to create clothing for people who are underrepresented. But then the last thing that you should be doing is googling like clothing for people who are like this size or this shape or this body type. And then you're like, oh, okay, well, dude, like, no, you're you're starting in the wrong places, or you're you're not you're not trying to get to the bottom of what you're feeling on the inside, because um, you might feel you might feel like that. You might feel like oh, stuff that I buy it just doesn't fit like I want it to, or it doesn't just hit like I want it to. Um, And by not paying attention to the ways that you're feeling, you start to pull away from like a truly authentic brand that really resonates with people because you stand for those things. Um, That was my little tangent, sorry everybody, that was my tangent. Um, Can you explain a couple of skills that you had that helped with the launch of your brand? I think a big piece of this is obviously your ability to be really authentic and really honest um, and wear your heart on your sleeve. And that's part of the success. We did talk about that you had to learn a lot of this stuff in the first year. Um, but do you think there's other just just skills in general? It could be anything, organizational, people. Um, we talked a little bit about music. Are there any sorts of things that you draw from other areas of your life that kind of help you with success and like helping keep the brand just like rolling in the right direction?
1: Yeah, I would definitely say, you know, for my dad growing up, mm-hmm. you know, working hard. Mm. Like I tell people like who want to start brands and, you know, get in the community or whatever. I'm like, if you're going to give 50% or anything less than a hundred percent straight up, don't join it. Don't do it. And so like growing up, my dad told me like, you know, don't let people hand out stuff to you like work hard for what you do. Mm. And so going into this brand, you know, I didn't know where I was going to go with it, but you know, I was like, okay, let's, let's keep working and let's keep grinding and see where we go. And so one of the things I did the first six months, I was like, okay, you know, when I drop something, you know, I'm gonna drop it. But the next drop, I put that, you know, mentality, Oh, this is going to be the biggest drop ever. Mm. And so I kept doing that, you know, the first six months, the drops were, Pretty bad. But I had that mentality. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You were going to improve. You know, it's going to be the biggest drop. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. This is going to be bigger. And so just having that mentality and just being like, okay, what can I grow from this? You know, Mm -hmm. how can I improve? Mm -hmm. You know, I kept doing that Mm -hmm. to the point of, you know, where I am now and I'm still growing. Yeah,
0: yeah. So that's that's great because a lot of people will compete with everybody that's around them. And, and yeah. that's when you start to lose, you, you start, it's all coming back to authenticity. You, you start to lose what's authentic to your brand when you start to look around you and get yeah. nervous about the progress of everybody else. Cause there's always going to be people who are like right behind you. And there's always going to be somebody that's way ahead of you. And you'll be worried about both of them at the same time. And there's no way you can try and manage or figure out or predict how this race in your head is going to go. Um, one of the things like something that I've been figuring out and as I've been talking to, as I've been doing, because we're on episode 10 now, which is kind of dope, um, is compete with yourself. Do you do you compete with yourself? Is that something you do?
1: Yeah, sometimes I can be a little too harsh on myself. Sure, I'm kind of like, why didn't I do this? Why didn't I do that? But mm-hmm. then it's also, you know, if I were to say I didn't have competition or think I had competition, I'd be lying. Mm. Because, you know, there's other brands out there but I was just kind of you know, I'm like, if I'm so worried on competition about other brands, I'm missing out on things that are happening within my brand, Mm. like that phone call. Yeah. And it's like, if I'm so worried about another brand and how they're successful, like I'm missing out on moments. Yeah. And so I have to constantly go back and I'm like, okay, you know, Made the Way has made a mission and people have been impacted. And a lot of times I diminish it Mm -hmm. because I'm, you know, looking at other people and what they've accomplished, even though. I've accomplished a mission too.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you've accomplished your mission, more importantly. Yeah. Like you've, you've achieved that success that you set out to do, which was we're going to spread the gospel and yeah. we're going to talk about stuff on clothing and it's going to matter for people. Um, and like you said, that phone call, like that's everything. That's, that's, that's so huge. And you get to celebrate those wins and you get to really yeah. take stock of, oh, wow, like this was a great drop. Like seeing your clothing on people at Passion. I'm I'm sure if somebody was so obsessed with what was going on outside, they'd be like, okay, whatever. But like, what are these guys doing over here? But really like these guys are at passion with your clothing and they're tagging you in it and they're excited. They want to be in it. Cause they're, they're at a, they're at a Christian event and they're like, I'm going to, I'm going to flex. I'm going to, you know, I'm <laughs> yeah. gonna put on my best little outfit. And that's the first thing they grab out of their closet. Like that's a big deal. It means that they feel good about what they're wearing and they feel good about the message that they have. Cause for a lot of people, myself included, and I'm sure it's for you, like. The clothing that we wear matters, and yeah. so if if we can find a brand uh, that is going to stand for something that I believe in, or that stands for something that I admire or respect, then I'm just I'm gonna wear that all day, every day, and that's gonna be like the one thing that I always go back to. So I mean, you're right. Like, if I'm so caught up in everything that everybody else is doing, I don't get to celebrate the wins that the brand has had, which have for you been very significant and not to be like underrated They're They're really, really like, yeah, it's good. It's been good for you. (laughs) It's been really good for you. I don't have any more words. I'm just like, wow, this is great. Um, when you're, um, when you've been looking at some of the, the designs you've created and you talked about just having to learn and having to get on illustrator and figure out Photoshop and put a website up and figure all that stuff out. What, what do you do when you reach resistance? in, in an area. You said you did it. You did a lot of failing as, as per usual. That's what happens when we try something new. What, what did you do when it was hard to start or hard? You got in the middle of a project and you just like hit a wall and you're like, Oh my gosh, what do you do when you like hit resistance?
1: Yeah. So kind of this past summer, um, you know, there was a lot of lack of creativity. Mm. I was just kind of like, okay, I don't know where to go from here. Like yeah. I put out hats and I was working in youth ministry and I was working at a camp and I was like, okay, well, I don't have any creativity. Like should yeah. I quit the brand or whatever? Yeah, 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 And so I was just kind of like, okay, Lord, where do you want me to be? And so mm-hmm. I was just like, I positioned myself to be where I was supposed to be, which was camp ministry. And I kind of just took a break from it because like I said, a lot of brands will continue, continuously like put out stuff mm-hmm. to make profit, but if I'm not feeling it, if my heart's not in that place, I'm not gonna put it out. Yeah, yeah. That's why I only put out things like maybe once every two months or so. Mm-hmm. Is because there's a reason why I'm putting it at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm not just putting out things just to put out things. Yeah, like, there's a timing for everything, and there's a reason why I do everything. Mm, mm. And so I'm waiting on the Lord's timing.
0: Yeah, yeah, quite literally. Yeah, and and that that's what keeps you balanced. Like like you said, like you are at. You were helping at a youth camp. So you're like, okay, well, I'm just going to focus. I'm going to go 100% into this, take a hiatus so that when I get back, I'm creating really meaningful pieces and I'm putting out really meaningful stuff. That's good. So then that leads into my next question is like, how do you, that's, that kind of does, it's a good segue. You answered it a little bit, but how do you stay balanced between the brand, which is growing, um, and just personal day-to-day life like how do you how do you stay balanced
1: that's something i'm still working on yeah because you know when you have a brand and a platform like you're always working Mm -hmm. you're always doing something like you know calendar is always full Mm -hmm. spend times where i have six meetings in one day Mm -hmm. so you're always doing something but i'm still learning to find that balance and like okay what is the time that i need to put away the phone Mm. because sometimes i'll be on instagram for Six seven hours a day, yeah. Just looking through things and all that, and you know, I'm finding finding that balance. Like, okay, well, you know, I need to put the phone away and actually be present in the moment, mm-hmm. and maybe I can find creativity through mm-hmm.
0: that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of looking out, yeah, I'm looking at other things. Um, when you've, has it been hard for you to stay balanced has Has it been difficult, or is it just something that you know you're
1: just like slowly working in? It's slowly working on it, but. You know, at this point, it's just kind of like, it's super exciting to do all these things. And it's just kind of like, you know, like, I want to do more of this stuff. Like, I want to impact. I want to do all these things. and Mm -hmm. But then I kind of have to go back, you know, constantly fight, like, what is my mission? Because Mm -hmm. we all struggle with that. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, you know, why am I doing this? Mm -hmm. Like am I doing this to gain followers or whatever or am I trying to impact people for Christ? And so I have to constantly fight that and it's, you know, a fleshly desire. Mm -hmm. So I have to fight that, but I just kind of have to like, you know, get off my phone, which I'm still, you know, working on doing, but, like unplug yeah
0: literally unplug because the issue is like pride will set in greed will set in um, covetousness will set in envy will set in and then and then you're all out of whack and it it doesn't take very long it it could be it could be an afternoon for you and the next day you're just a wreck because you've just got this idea in your head that you're all this or you've got this idea in your head that you're not all this and you've just got nothing and the brand is a sham and like these guys are doing so much better than me and I should just quit everything Um, so you find it really important to take a step back from the brand at times and you'd have to find a, a way to detach and go back to your roots, which is why am I doing this? And how authentic is the stuff that I'm, I'm doing because that's what, like we talked about, that's what makes the brand successful when we're operating from that, which is like our, why, like, why do we even exist on this? Like, why is the brand existing? Um, we, I think we touched on this a little briefly, but, I think we can dig into it just a little bit. We talked about shipping because shipping is a secretly tiring thing that nobody sees when you're a one man job and you have a hundred orders. You have to uh, manually pack, label, tape and ship a hundred orders. Um, what are other parts of your job that are kind of secretly tiring that like nobody really sees?
1: Um, kind of just networking, like meetings, mm. stuff like that. Yeah. You know, whether it is talking to a pastor or just being able to work at a conference or, you know, just this project I'm doing like next week going to California, Mm -hmm. which took us about four months for this one shirt. It's just, you know, what can we plan out? Like, what are we going to post? Like, there's little things that people don't know. Okay what day are we gonna post this, you know, announcement, what time of the day are we gonna post yeah, it? Yeah. And so it's all these conversations, like getting stuff approved with the churches and the creative team mm-hmm. and the conference that I did back in October. Um, there was about fifteen calls that we did. Okay, we made a whole social media calendar for mm-hmm. the giveaway and mm-hmm. just little things like that. There's so much detail mm-hmm. in what we do mm-hmm. and that, you know, a lot of times it gets tiring, you mm-hmm. know, over and over and over. Yeah, but yeah. it's worth it.
0: Yeah, are you are you natural are you more of an introvert or are you more of an extrovert?
1: Probably more on the extrovert an side. And
0: extrovert side. And even still the networking and the um I I spoke with a DJ probably like 2 weeks ago. He has like a creative space that he DJs at and he's like um connecting with people is like secretly tiring. Even though he's an extrovert, even though he loves to see his people like connecting is a tiring thing cuz it takes energy away from you to talk and like be excited to see people and like would like try to come up with like small talk and little things about conversation and stuff like that. Um, but how do you, how do you kind of, you, you explained it a little bit because of what you do with the brand and and how you're trying to refocus a little bit. What other, what other ways do you try to recharge throughout your day or maybe throughout your week after busy seasons? How do you recharge?
1: Like having fun, like some of my hobbies, um, Whether it is, you know, going for karaoke or like skating or things like that. Because it's like, you know, we have our brands. We have all these things that we're doing, but we're normal people at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we might have a platform or social media accounts or whatever. Mm -hmm. and We might look this way, but we're normal.
0: Yeah, yeah. And there's there's no issue with going and doing some karaoke on a weekend on a Friday night. That sounds kind of fun right now. I do some karaoke. Um, I'm going to give you a, a quote here because, or not a quote, but I'm going to describe something to you because I think that it's it invades productivity for creatives. Um, it's called insecurity work. Insecurity work is work that is that does not push the ball forward or move the needle at all. It's work that you do throughout the day that you can't take any action on. Um, it's work throughout the day that just does not have a goal like you just do it and you do it but there's no end goal for it Um, these are examples of insecurity work that i've done and i i want to pick your brain to see some of the examples that maybe you have that you've had to get away from Um, i will i'll be on youtube like for days just for days just find youtube i'm like cooking videos i love to watch poker which is super random Um, but i'll just sit there and watch like a three-hour poker thing and i'm just like this is great and then like three hours has gone by and i'm like Oh snap! <laughs> that was not a good idea. But on YouTube, um, revisiting projects that I know that are done just to like look at them and be like, "Wow, this is cool." Does nothing. Um, not killing ideas quickly enough when I know they're not in line with why I'm doing business because they're not gonna they're not gonna be in line with why I do business. So I should just kill them. Um, visiting and then just like starting random projects that might line up with what I'm doing, but I don't have the resources for, and, but I just wanna like start them just to like keep them on the back burner, just to like keep myself busy. Those are like forms of insecurity work that I've had to kill completely. Um, Checking my Instagram, like constantly. Um, uh, And there's one more. Oh, notifications. Notifications are huge, like, I wouldn't call it work, but it's definitely like, I like to have notifications on for stuff. Um, and now what I've done is like my phone's on do not disturb like 24-7 and the only thing I accept is calls on my phone Because I have an Apple watch so I'd be doing something Like in something because my full-time job is I work at Costco So I'd be in the middle of something and my watch would vibrate and I'd stop what I'm doing and like check my watch yeah. For a random gmail notification from who knows what but it would ruin my it would ruin everything that I'm doing I'd like yeah. get so caught up in it. It's like come to a screeching halt to just like what's it say? Cause it's all small. And I'm like, that doesn't matter. And then turn it off. And then I'm like, wait, where was I? Or like, what was I doing? Or what, wh- what was I supposed to remember? It like totally throws me off guard. So like, what are, what are some like forms of insecurity work that you've gotten rid of, or maybe some that you're working on getting rid of right now?
1: I definitely correlate with the checking Instagram. Yeah. I will just, you know, stare at my profile and I'm like, okay, this is pretty cool. Where it's gone. <laughs> or I'm just checking yeah. like one of the things I'm just kind of like, have to fight is like, okay. So I just posted something. I'm like, why doesn't it have as many likes as I thought it would have had? Sure. Yeah. And like, I'm just kind of like, it's a fleshly thing. Like Mm -hmm. I'll think to myself, is this not successful Mm. if it doesn't have a thousand likes? Yeah. And so it's something that like insecurity wise, like that I need to fight. Mm. Mm. And so I'm just like, you know, I need to go back to the mission. Yeah. Yeah. Get back to the mission. Get back
0: to why you're doing what you're doing. Is there a- anything else? Is that pretty much the only, om- that's the one thing. Otherwise you'd consider yourself like pretty, pretty good on everything else.
1: I would say probably the only thing is just kind of getting into TikTok and just sometimes I like getting lost in it for a couple mm-hmm. of hours. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you know, there should be a balance. Like you can love what you watch and all that, mm-hmm. but if it's hindering you in other ways or just, you know, wasting too much time, maybe you need to like throw it aside.
0: Yeah. You need to get that out of the way. That's good. Um, and then as we, we're going to, as we wrap up here, because um, you're about to hit two years, yeah. two two years ago, other than working on getting a little bit more organized because we talked about that. What's maybe one or two other tips that you would have maybe for the early version of yourself or maybe people who are just starting out that you feel would really allow them to get a head start?
1: Yeah, believing in yourself. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to quit the brand about three times in a year. Mm-hmm. And I was just kind of like, where do I go from here? Like, I don't feel like my mission has been made. Mm-hmm. And I was just kind of like, you know, if I tell someone who wants to start a brand, like, believe in yourself. Like, my first drop, I want to say I made maybe $50. Mm-hmm. But if I would have quit there, I wouldn't have been at this point. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like, believe in yourself, no matter how big or small the success is, believe yeah. in yourself and don't ever quit.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's good. Perfect. Um, that was fantastic. I enjoyed this conversation a lot Same. we're going to plug we have to plug everything what are our plugs so your what's your your the business on instagram
1: yeah, so the instagram handle is made m a d e hmm T H E W A Y and then clothing. So it's made the way clothing. Made the
0: way clothing on Instagram. And yes. then you're also, you have a website as well. Yeah, same so it's thing.
1: The same thing, made the way clothing.com. Clothing.
0: Com. That's perfect. And you design everything. So it's all you. Yeah. Um, that's fantastic. Uh, all of those links, by the way, will be in the description if you guys are looking to buy and looking to see what Jordan is up to. But Jordan, thank you this was fantastic I learned a lot today Um, we will see you guys in the next one peace